I've seen people that, you know, they get so emotional and they want to back out. Mm. They want to back out because I have a problem with this person or I don't like this and I don't like that. That's not the logic behind it. You may have reason to want to do it. Yeah, yeah. But logically, you're there because you wanted to be there. You got the opportunity, and that's that's what you know. Filmmaking is all about opportunities. What's up, and welcome to Nacho's Cafe. This is your boy Will, aka Nacho, and today is Talk About It Tuesday, where me and a guest will sit and talk about it, whatever it is, and that's what we're talking about. You ready? Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, that Tuesday is normally my favorite of the podcast. I have a very special guest that not only have, not only do I know him through mutual sources, but I've got a chance to work with him on things that have yet been out. So just stay tuned. And he is a independent filmmaker. He writes, he produces, he directs. He lives on the East Coast. So this is even more of a privilege because I'm on the west side and he's on the east side so of course our times are different which is awesome for him to do this with me but we met through a mutual friend and basically dived into not only into the writing skills that help improve myself but be able to get some like light into the world that he comes from and really kind of challenged me in a way so he has a big a big special part in my life just to help challenging me to see things in a different way when it comes to writing not just poetry not just script writing but just in a way to push yourself to beyond a limit because there in in reality there is no limits unless you put them on yourself and this guy has been a part of at least 11 films independent films that has been you know produced and still being worked on and he has a lot more on the list that's coming so it's never a dull moment. And he's actually taking the time on around this busy quarantine time. <laughs> I had to laugh at that. Uh, but, you know, to do this interview and discussion on <clears throat> independent film, the world of it. And he is known by Zay Rodriguez, uh, his real name, you know, Jose, but he goes by Zay. And I kind of put my own kind of meaning to like, okay, he, Jose. So I was like, oh, Zay Rodriguez. Oh, I get it. You know, I make my own little meaning <laughs> for why he goes by Zay, but he probably has his own one. We always ask that too. But um, no further ado, I would like to introduce not only um, the independent filmmaker, I call it maker because writing, producing, directing, and actor all falls underneath that. And my friend, Zay Rodriguez. So say hi, Zay. Hello, everyone. Thank you, what you call it, Will, for you know giving me the opportunity to be a part of this podcast. Uh, sorry for you know the little uh, commentary in the background. You know, caught me what you call it while I'm eating dinner. I'm pretty sure you can edit this later. Um, but man, yeah, it's a pleasure to be on your podcast. Um, thank you for the opportunity, um, and I look forward to you know answering any questions you may have, and you know taking it from there, man. Thank you. So before we dive into independent film, independent film to me, you know, it comes from the independency of an individual when it comes to a whole project and, and it's what's being said. And it really exercises the freedom of speech. And what are your thoughts on like freedom of speech, you know, when we're exercising it out there, whether it's on film, whether it's in Facebook posts, you know, or it's speaking out on situations and topics and events in, in, in the world or even in our city or whatnot or on a certain type of group. 
You know, where, what are your thoughts on just communication? If you're going to sit there and speak and say something that doesn't make any sense or that may, you know, pe people may not agree, good too. Mm -hmm. Because at least you got it out. You know, the problem is that people need to listen. People yeah. need to want someone to listen to yeah. them. Because everybody's like, ah, you know, everybody's just wanting to speak. But are you really listening to anything I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. the bottom line is communication is, 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 is pivotal. It it's, should be priority. Uh, I always say without the communication part, if you're not open to speaking with uh, transparency and honesty about uh -huh. any topic, then for one, you shouldn't even be talking about it. Um, <laughs> because if you're just going to use filter and manipulation, to me, that's not, that's not really engaging in anything. That's, that's not, not engaging at all. At all. So that's not really contributing to anything, but you know, that's just me. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of people ain't going to agree with me and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree a hundred percent with you as well. With you on that one because um I mean I think we speak the same language. Um that's why kinda like me, you kinda like just like spark at at just yeah speaking and diving into a whole nother mental journey on stuff. And so yeah. and that, that that takes for one who has patience, that takes for one who not only knows how to communicate but also listens to the communication being done as well. Um yeah, I definitely, definitely agree on that. Yeah, and you can try to understand. You can yeah. try to communicate, but sometimes I always say, if, if I, you can tell me yeah. what, what you want to say, yeah. but that, the communication part is just a whole, there's a whole, a whole different set of layers. See, I'm over mm -hmm. here stumbling over my words. That's all right. Uh, Take your time. <laughs> a whole bunch of layers that you have to, just open up mm -hmm. to you know to to get to that level of, of transparency and again you know what's i rather you know tell the truth and and, and just be open and, and if you want to judge me you know that's that's your issue yeah that's um, your business that's your business you know uh and if you want to think of me as whatever you want to think of me as go right ahead you, right. you you're allowed you are allowed to do so you're your own person but it doesn't really bother me. It's just a simple fact that, you know, uh, who cares? Who right. cares what people may think? You know, right. who cares what, what people, you know, what, what I think? Or who cares what you think? It's, you know, get the job done. Yeah. Be, be, take, be, take, the, take, do your job as a human being. Communicate. That's why, you know, the man upstairs gave you a mouth. Hello. He gave you know he gave your mouth to do other things, in which you know that's a whole different rant. <laughs> but you know, just, you know, he gave you a voice. And yeah. It's for you to voice your your opinions, your concerns, uh, your feelings. Yeah. You know what your thoughts, because your yeah. thoughts can't speak. They they cannot. Not until you bring them into action and speak them out into existence. There that's you go. What, yeah. Like words, words don't have meaning as people who do have meaning. I can say, hello, how you doing? And you can say, hello, how you doing? But we bring a different meaning by the way we, you know, say it. And so yeah. people create some type of meaning, some type of other layer there. 
Um, that's why I love writing. Uh, for me, I feel like when I'm having a hard time saying something, I just get a piece of paper and I start writing it and then everything comes out just so much more clear. I, I don't know. I wish I could speak sometimes the way I write. Um, Cause sometimes I'm stumbling like, well, what's that word? I don't know what that word is at the moment, you know, but when I'm writing like, you know, it just, it just flows through. And right. I think I, I, I appreciate it. Like people like us that we're able to um, write from an internal source, you know, and, and I just, man, I'm, just, I'm grateful for it. I'm working on the speaking, you know, but I don't mind also reading <laughs> what I'm saying or writing that way. At least it comes out like, Oh, where did you get it? Oh, I wrote that down. I didn't know how to respond right now. So can I get back with you on that yeah. one? <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that. Cause I was like, Oh man, you know, Will is asking me to, to be on this podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm not going to sit there and back down. I'm not going to sit there and say, no, yeah. you know, this is a great <laughs> opportunity. And it's like, you know, I, I love having these conversations, but it's sometimes, I, I'll be completely honest. I think, shoot, I, no, I believe, yes. I believe that I have really a lack of like, my communication is really ineffective to, you know, to, to some, to some uh, extent, to some portion, you know, we could, I can have a conversation with you mm -hmm. and you can understand me. Yes. That's one portion. Another portion is uh, about a topic, for example, friendship or relationship or uh, uh, work. You know, I may, I may have some ideas or, or, you know, I can be talking to someone and they really don't understand yeah. my nature. And in my nature, you know, is it's very straightforward mm -hmm. you know it can come off sarcastic and you know a lot of people see that as kind of like oh wait a minute you're you're mean or you're you know you your 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 lack of communication your communication skills are not that effective so i mean we're all a work in progress yeah who's not yeah um but yeah man it's just i was just like thinking i'm like oh man like i said yes i said yes <laughs> to him i'm gonna do it i'm not gonna back down like, yeah. you know, I'm going to take all, I'm going to zoom in all the confidence and hopefully I don't, you know, stumble up, you know, across my words. In which and even I, if you I, do, I love it. <laughs> you know, I, I rather us be natural versus being some kind of, the, the, the camera is on, but it's not on like making a, a production, a movie, you know, like, okay, cut. Cause that was, let's reiterate. It's, it's nice to see the rawness of an individual because yeah. that shows the realness of that individual you know and yeah and even my time in doing this uh my podcasting this is my favorite actually to talk about it tuesday um is what i call it on tuesdays where i actually have another person on here where we um and everybody it's funny because everybody gets nervous um they all yeah. tell me like i'm nervous like i don't know what to say i don't know what you're going to ask me or even if we do have a topic they're like i'm kind of nervous and then when they're done we're we're done like that actually went completely different than I thought it was. I was like, well, number one, I'm going to not do like a typical interview. We're going to have a conversation. Yeah. I, yeah, yes. I have questions that I'm going to ask, but if you answer them, I'm not going to ask them. And I don't want you to feel like it's not an outline. It is completely raw. It is completely natural. So whatever 
however we're, we're feeling, wherever we're vibing, that's where we're going to go. I'm not, I want it to, it's natural for me. It's going to be organic. So, and it's, it's, I am very grateful that everybody who has done one with me, they are like, you make it so comforting. You make it like it, like we're just having it. We're sitting outside, literally having some cafe, a coffee, you know, <laughs> you know, just yeah. chilling and not like, cause I, I don't want anyone to ever just feel pressured or feeling, you know, uncomfortable. I'm all about creating a comfortable vibe because I myself am comfortable in my skin. So I'm only going to vibe that with people around me, even if it's virtual. Okay. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm going okay. yeah, right to, <laughs> I'm right there with you, brother. So let's get this going. I don't know if I was answering any questions. I mean, no, you dived into who you are. So <laughs> that's good. We don't even have to, I don't have to cover that part now. <laughs> it's like, you know, Alrighty, cool. Um, but no, you know, um, I'm very grateful for, you know, our mutual friend that how we met, you know, so, yeah. cause he told me about you when he knew about my writing skills and yeah. um it i mean everything happens for a reason I'm, i know well, at least you agree i you know at least i mean i'm i'm here coincidence that we met and then to give you some of my own writing material and then you were able to kind of see where i come from um yeah. and i mean it's not over i mean there's a whole lot more stuff that we have to do oh, well i hope not i hope not you know, <laughs> it's it's far from not far over. from over um definitely want to do projects with you and Good. um Finally got a chance to watch something, bro. <laughs> I've yeah. been like wanting to watch your stuff. Um, what was one of the ones that you had in the past? I so I is it true? Eleven films, man. Yeah. Um like done I like because I counted on your IMD. I mean, yo, like that is I'm sorry. I was doing like I know you're I know you're my friend and all, but like still going on the website before this whole podcast. I was doing my stuff yesterday. I wrote my questions down. And I count it and I'm like, wow, 11 films, bro. That is such an accomplishment, man. And over what, um, let me see, it was, I even wrote that down. I think it's like been um, over 10 years or 10 years or something like that. It's been, yep. It's been over 10 years. Yeah. So, so, okay. So I would have to go back to like 1998. I don't, I, I don't know. If I got this up there, I probably no, probably not. Uh, probably not. It, anyway, anyway. Um, so, okay, so it's 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 1998, and it's me, my sister, and some of our friends, and you know we were just kids. You know we were kids, and we had this old uh, video cassette uh, camcorder. Oh, I'm not sure if you remember. I still have one at my um, <laughs> so, so you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I remember before we got our hands on that camera, we were watching a scary movie. And we were kids, of course. We were scared. I mean, to this day, I'm, you know, there's certain things that still scare me, like this pandemic for one. Mm -hmm. Um and we decided to film ourselves and we did it, it was just it was it was so ridiculous we had each scene be played out in one room so the bedroom was in one room the bathroom was in one room an invisible bathroom an invisible bedroom the backyard the kitchen uh, a scary house i mean 
if you name it, I think we had it all. Yeah. So after that, we reviewed it on the TV and we were like, oh shit. Oh, excuse my French, but. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, There's no filter here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, good. Because, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. You might, you might have to beat this. Um, so we just looked at ourselves and I really enjoyed what I saw. And just enjoy watching it was one thing, but making it was so much fun. So after that, you know, the next one came, the next one came, the next one came. I didn't really start getting serious, though. I'll be completely honest, until 2011. That's when I did my first uh, long short film, Lover's Lane. Uh-huh. And that didn't have a script. Uh, improv. And yeah, it was all improv. We, I, you know, I had an amazing group of people uh, that are very talented. And to this day, you know, they're, they're close friends to me. And, you know, we had, we, we had a great time. We had a premiere that, what you call it, uh, premiered, I believe it was August 5th, 2011 in Philly. Uh, and we all felt like, superstars like if we this was hollywood this was it you know we made it that's that's how it felt and it was yeah. it, it, it was an accomplishment well deserved and well earned for everyone on that project uh after that was arisen oh uh, yeah that was, that was yeah that we, <laughs> we started that film uh at the end of 2013 and it lasted about four to five months we were shooting during the winter time uh and we got done March of 2014. Then that film got to a distributor in New York uh-huh. uh, for, and it was there for over a year, you know, be, being in post. Then we got it back out to Philly to premiere it uh, in August of 2015. And that also was an amazing uh, premiere. You know, I, I didn't expect, to see a whole lot of people there and when i mean a whole lot of people i'm not talking about 200 300 people yeah no i'm talking about 60 plus because you know they did you know it was it was it was cast and uh their friends yeah yeah and it man it was it was just an amazing time after that uh i worked on a little project called i saw um, which has been in post-production hell for years now waiting for 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 it to be released yeah uh then i also worked with uh an individual his name is chase uh on defarious defarious uh it's a very short film that he had written he had directed produced uh marketed he even had a premiere in new york uh i only had a little involvement on that project uh pretty much being like uh creative uh writer you know i i helped him kind of like uh put focus on the on the story a little bit and uh i, I wasn't on set i yeah, wasn't yeah. on set i didn't go to the premiere but he gave me credit which you know it's awesome it's always welcoming after that i went to film arisen 2 arisen 2 also uh that's a feature that's a feature film arisen and arisen 2 are feature films um, the rest are shorts. Uh-huh. Uh, that one was uh, also 
you know, a couple months in post, uh, in sorry, in uh, production. It's a cure. It's clearly in post production. It's supposed to be released sometime this year, uh, yeah. but hopefully that that we get to see that. If not, then it'll be sometime next year. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Then after that, I really decided for myself that I really wanted to try directing. And, you know, I did write my own two shorts, Mm -hmm. uh, Unexpected and Saturday the 14th, which you saw. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first one was Unexpected. That was a short film that was about maybe four days that we shot. It was two weekends. Okay. Uh, Great experience. Uh, I was nervous because it's my first time really directing. Really? Uh, yeah, it was. It was really my first time in a director's chair. I didn't have a chair. Of course. Um, but you know, <laughs> I had the chair in my mind. In my yeah, right. In, in my mindset, yeah. Um, and yeah, man, it was it was an awesome experience. You know, uh, it it was so much fun. There were certain you know limits that you know that pushed me to to the limit yeah um after that was done then i it was like back to back like it was like summer of fun and this was all last summer mm-hmm. uh unexpected was first it was around may then saturday came right after so it was like i would say may to june was unexpected saturday 14 was like july to august in between, I had a little, sh- uh, another short film that I was in. Uh, and then after that, yeah, man, it was just writing constantly, waiting for other projects to get, you know, uh, in the works. I was just, my name was attached to another film that was really uh, recently released. Uh, it's called The Flower People, um, which was re- uh, premiered with Saturday the 14th uh-huh. this past March. So I would say it, my IMDb does say 11 yeah i would say that i've worked probably in like six or seven and uh-huh. the other ones are just in the works gotcha, which gotcha. complete the 11 and hoping saw, that it I, I mean i saw more for the pre-production which are not done yet which are like the next yeah. year, the year after i know those are haven't been touched but um but so you just started doing the directing so because i know i see um writer which I know that for sure, um, yes. directing and then also producing. So did you help produce some more that I don't know of? So all those projects I just mentioned, yeah. I also helped produce. Awesome. Uh, yeah, because I'm like, you know, it, why limit yourself to do one thing? If you think you can do the other, you know, why don't you just get your, you know, just do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and I think my, what I found, you know, to be, my strong suit, it, really, it's, it is directing because I tell you, there's a time and a place for, uh, for everything. And nice. when I'm on director mode, it's, I'm boss. Yeah. And yeah. When, when, when I say, listen, schedules are out. We got to be here at this time. There's no goofing around. Listen, if we get there late, it's time to work. Yeah. No, not goofing, not taking a chill pill because we were just taking the chill pill coming over to the set. Yeah. There's no reason why we should take another chill pill. We have to set up. And I like to work with a small crew. Yeah. You know, I've worked I've worked on bigger crews uh in Arisen and there's, yeah. you know, it, it was a lot of fun. But I I think it's better for me at least to have a small crew 
in you know where people have their own separate jobs yeah. they know what they're doing and uh we can delegate uh more efficiently than to having like a room of like 10 or 20 people yeah because then you have to clearly it's like babysitting you yeah, have to yeah. tell the light person then you have to go to the writer then you have to go to this uh to the sound uh engineer or you have to go to the director and to the staff i mean to the cast to the it's just a whole mess yeah so for all those filmmakers out there you may not agree with me but at the end of the day a smaller crew is such more it's much more uh efficient controllable yeah and more controlled yes Cause man, you lose one guy with all of, like a bigger mess, and you don't like. I feel like everyone's position and job is so important to this production. And if the more you have, the more responsibilities you have. And if that person doesn't show up, you don't have a project to to work on that day. And so having it smaller, like you said, I personally um, and only have had a very small experience of that of my own. I didn't even have any lighting. I, it's. A team, especially of a good, formidable size, it means so much because, like, I dived in a little bit of trying to doing a project a long time ago. Um, It went left, but I don't regret the experience and the people that were on it believed the message of it. And I, why my first project had a lot of people, (laughs) I don't know why. It was more actors. I had a lot of actors on there because of the script that I wrote um had a lot of characters but all these characters represented a very important personality and um it was it was nervous for my first time having them all meeting at meeting at a table because i remember that was the only thing that i probably ever scheduled and so when hearing you speaking on schedule like that would have helped a lot if i did that you know but it's my first time i i had nobody who told me how to do this i had no examples you know i just dived in head first and told all the actors that I gathered um, and they believed in it. So no money was being made. It was literally just believing on the message itself. And yeah, just having a team with everybody that has a a, a job and small, at least you could depend on it because I was editing it. Um, And I remember seeing pictures of you editing your stuff, you know, editing it, making sure the sound was right. I was holding the camera. I was making sure this wasn't done. I did the photography you know, editing the pictures. So it was a production doing it all by myself. I wrote the script. I, you know, did this. I did, you know, did everything. It was hard. So one of my hardest things that I learned in life when it comes to a production, how important it is to have a team because you cannot do it all, all, your, all by yourself because you'll never see it done. And I, and I feel like, you know, at the time when I was doing that location is everything. I had the perfect location where I had people who I was able to find moved to Arizona, nobody. And then here in San Diego, it's even, it's tough too. So it's like location is everything. The people, you know, is everything. And, um, man, I applaud you, man. And I'm going to move to Philly. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Well, man, well, brother, you know, you're, you're more than welcome. Uh, you're more than welcome to, to fly by here. You're more than welcome to act, be a part of my film or, or to be on any set that I'm in. You know, you, you're more than welcome, brother. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it's really good to hear your experience and to see it. And 
Um, I mean, hey, even when you asked me to do my little bit of writing for you, you know, that's it's still much, you know, because um, I know I have. I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this much, man. You're you're a better writer than I am, and I and I and I hold that what you call it with the utmost respect, because mm-hmm. it's 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 one of those things, man. It's like, man, this guy, what is he really? First of all, where is he at that he's getting all this creative? Uh, <laughs> uh you know ideas from and this guy you know he you really have this way of writing you know and of course every you know every writer is different everybody has their own form um in their own style but it's 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 really it's captivating because it gets you hooked uh-huh. from beginning to end so i know you know inequitable minds Oof, yeah that i was really just talking about that yesterday you know, that, that, <laughs> yeah that got to me you know it's just like there was no movie, but I felt yeah. like in my in my mind there was a movie playing, and I was watching it yeah. while reading it. So that's yeah. it's, it's a powerful. You have a powerful way of writing, and the same thing goes with Uprising. You know, from from the first uh, episode to the last episode that you you know that you sent out to me, I can see how it you know how it's gonna how it would how I would want it to play yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's 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 very powerful. Me, I just write with whatever it is that I'm feeling. Yeah. I may be thinking of, oh man, today today I saw Friday the thirteenth. That's how I got that's how I got Saturday the fourteenth. <laughs> but that's brilliant. I'm sorry. When you did that, I mean that that's common. Like I was like, you know, that makes sense. Like, why not? What happened on the fourteenth though? I wanna know what happened on Saturday. Does everything happen on the thirteenth? Come on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else was saying like your sequel should be Sunday the fifteenth, and I'm like, yeah, I mean if, if it was called Sunday the fifteenth, yeah, then it would be, like, a, you know, then it would be like a, a necessary uh, parody, you know, like it's like okay, yeah. in the eighteenth and nineteenth, okay, you know, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I was like, okay, it's gonna, it's gonna run, it's gonna run its course one day. I mean, you start yeah. at Saturday, then you're gonna end up in the following, you're gonna end up on a on a Thursday. Yeah, so it's yeah. just like, uh, you know, let me just keep it as Saturday. Yeah, you know, yeah. Saturday the fourteenth. I'm working on. Uh, I actually wrote the script for the sequel, uh, and you know, I'm just waiting uh, for this quarantine to be over. Yeah. Uh, for, for for you know when when they tell us it's safe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I've been doing, man. I've just been quarantining and, and you know uh, investing and in, and in, in working in my craft. And so far, I've gotten three screen uh, you know three screenplays written, uh, which awesome. I'm proud of. Yeah, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for for all this to blow over, and yeah. hopefully, um, we get to 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 go back to set, which I miss, and you know I do miss my crew. And uh, right now, I'm just working on my fourth screenplay at, at the moment. I've gotten lazy. I ain't gonna, you know, I'm gonna hold you to it, <laughs> but it's it's it, it's gonna get there. It's gonna get there. I just just wanted, you know, to write three screenplays back to back. Yeah. I, I just needed, you know, my brain, you know, brain power. I needed to recharge. Yeah. I will say this. I think you, because um, I would have never known how to do script writing. Like, I would never know how to write that. And I know you know that from just inequitable minds because I'm so used to plays, you know? So the way I wrote that was like in play format, you know? And so yeah. I remember you were like, I forgot how long the pages were, but you were like 60 or some pages. Like, that's not long enough, you know? And then when I saw when your first uh, one of the episodes for Uprising, and I was like, 
that's schizo. Okay. <laughs> now I know what yeah. he meant by what he said, because then he read it. Then, you know, when you read the whole script, you're like, oh, no, it's good. But then I realized, like, it's a total different format. That's a headache format, man. <laughs> I'm just like, but there's so much detail, yeah. but it keeps, you're not searching for what you're searching for. You need to know when it ends. You need to know when the scene is done. You need to know where the camera's yep. at. So, I mean, every, every position that everything has, at least you know where to find it. So I get it. You know, with the play is get on the play, get on stage and go there, yep. present yourself that way, blah, blah, blah. The most descriptive part is how is the play, uh, the stage lined up? And so I definitely learned that from you. So I was like, wow, this is a totally different world. And I guess this is the world that I wanted to be a part of because it's like, I've always, since graduation, I've always been like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, movie director, producer, something like that. And in doing so, I would have never, ever thought that I really enjoyed writing like the way I do. Because like, even hearing you with the whole directing and all the stuff that you're, you've been doing, uh, the scheduling, I'm stuck on that. Scheduling, the team and all that, like, I don't know if I could have done that. You know, like it, it takes uh, a reflection, you know, because um, I know my passion and I really dived into writing um, and just really went there because I have an imagination. It's like, well, how am I going to put that on screen or convey this if I don't write it and get detailed? And I fell in love with writing when I went to college and descriptive writing and all that. And I was like, oh, my God, I really like this, you know, and I mean, I've always did poetry, but writing in a different kind of way story uh script you know movie play whatever i really dived into writing in these different kind of ways and it really opened my mind and i found my niche like that was it i was like writing man i can my imagination now i can all put it in here so yeah and i don't believe in limits so it's like i just that's why i enjoyed because you challenged me. I'll say, I'll tell you this much. You, you challenged me, my mind because all three projects that I've worked with you, I, it really like, I, it got me out of my comfort zone because yeah. I could, I could do a love movie. I, 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 I can do a horror movie. Um, suspense, you know, that's my challenge too, but you challenged me on a political, uh, coming out the closet, drug addict, yeah. No, not drug, drugs, and then immigrants. I'm like, good God, these, this, you know? And that then the, I'm like, okay. That's, you know, and then we had that conversation where it's Amy too. So that was a very fun project because it really pushed me out of my comfort zone. And even Uprising is somewhat kind of out of my comfort zone, which is probably why it took so long to do. Yeah. But, you know, the, <laughs> let's not talk about how many years. But anyway, um, yeah, all right. but the whole military and, and just the whole mindset i guess because that's not mine is like i'm fantasy i like fantasy real i i comedy so much i i can't care less i like comedy but i rather do it in a different kind of way um drama but like i like the challenge because like i'm gonna take it i'm like ooh, yes this is different this is not my comfort zone and i like things that are out of my comfort zone because it challenged me to do my research um yeah. and really dive into another world that i'm not used to and I mean, yeah, uprising has been very fun. I'll tell you that much. And I like that's something <laughs> that I want to continue doing with you. <laughs> but well, and, you know, man, I'm you know, I'm always open. I'm always open. You know, uh, you just you just gotta get it. You know, whenever yeah. you're ready, I'm ready. You know, just let me know. We'll have these conversations. We'll have these meetings. Uh, good thing that we have the the internet. Yeah. Uh, because if we didn't have it, uh, Oof, I mean, we, we still have we still have phone. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's not the same as as a virtual you know yeah one-on-one conversation and we started off with the virtual yeah, <laughs> you know did. it was face facetiming that uh skype skypey you know a long time ago yeah. so i was like that that's just like i only accept it that way really i'm like i sometimes don't even like messaging you and it's not like personal it's like i'd rather be talking to you like this like yeah. it's, i guess that's why i'm bad at texting people i'm bad at phone calls um i mean that's that's the truth i am like just text me i don't really want to be on the phone i don't want to hold this advice i don't want to you know if i'm not looking at you i don't want to be I mean, it sounds rude. I don't want to hear you unless, unless you're doing a podcast, something I can listen to that I don't have to, you know, right. <laughs> conversate, but I, I rather, I'm a visual person. So I like looking at somebody when I'm talking to you or whatnot. And I don't know. Good. That's Good. just me. Um, and that, that, that will be you. Yes. <laughs> that is definitely me. <laughs> that is definitely you. Absolutely. Um, so I have a question. Um, where did dark humor entertainment come from? Is that, is that part of, is that a company in its own or did you have any hand in it or, you know, come up with the name or? So dark humor entertainment um, is a separate company. Okay. Um, that has some type of association with uh, Junito Studios and St. Gilbert Studios. That's another separate company. We've all worked together. Mm-hmm. Um, we've all put our creative inputs into unexpected um saturday the 14th me and dark humor we are actually buds from like high school mm-hmm. and in and, and reality we all are yeah me, yeah gilberto and matthew That's we are best. all yeah we're all you know uh friends from back in the day and we this is something that we've always wanted to do and we just started to get you know real serious i started getting real you know real serious with um filmmaking he, uh, Matthew started getting real serious with the business side of um, uh, film. And Gilberto, he's just, you know, our technical man, you know, our lighting, our, our video, our audio. So it's, you know, we, we, we are the three musketeers mm-hmm. and we all have a role to play. I'm the creative um, visionary behind every project and every story. Uh, Matthew's behind the business um, aspects of every production. And then Gilbert, he's just the, technical advisor, consultant, guy, D-man, whatever it is you want to call him. Um, yeah. He's, he's it. So that's what dark, where dark humor came from. Honestly speaking, it's, you know, it's, it's its own separate thing. It's its own separate entity. So yeah. Yeah, man. That's cool. That's really cool. Um, what have been some of your challenges you had to face in this independent film industry? <laughs> Scheduling. Scheduling, I bet. Scheduling, even even when I was getting trained at work. Yeah. I was being, I don't want to say uh, challenged. It was a challenge. Yeah, I guess I could say that. It was a challenge to schedule staff. Mm-hmm. Same thing, it was a challenge for me to schedule cast members into production you know mm-hmm. everybody's availability you know i'm not available this day or i'm available that day and if it's just you by yourself great but if you're working with like seven other people on one scene and three out of ten are not available then you have to reschedule so it's tough yeah it's, it's a tough thing so i think that that's the most challenging um thing that i've ever faced and it's still i'm facing today um it's just the scheduling right now i you know when we're done um 
here I got to go to the uh, unexpected group chat that I mm -hmm. created and ask them, listen, when are you guys available to have this meeting um, this weekend? Yeah. And if, you know, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm already expecting, oh, I'm available this day or on this time or on the other day. I'm not available. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just really trying to manage timing mm -hmm. and scheduling. That's the only thing that really, for me, it's the challenge. Yeah, I imagine that, especially depends on how many um, actors you have. I think, yeah. probably, I think probably you know how your personal team is, but I think it's when the actors come on, it's like how scheduling on that and then making sure your people are available. And oh, so it's like the bigger the cast is, the more complicated it's possibly going to be, you know? Ugh. Um. Is I, I kind of know this answer, but um, is horror the only genre you like to produce? So horror is one of those genres that I grew up on. Mm -hmm. um, it's where I found my passion in filmmaking and writing. You know, I, I go back to the classic, you know, days, um, to the to the good old days yeah. where, you know, classic horror movies such as Friday the 13th, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, um, they were, they were, you know, they were a thing. Right, back right. And, and uh, I've, I've grew up in horror. Uh, horror today is not as, as horror as it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I love, I prefer doing horror, but I've also have gave myself the opportunity to branch out to other subgenres, like, you know, uh, comedy, mm -hmm. uh, drama. Uh, I really, I think I'm really strong with drama. I do love like lifetime films, uh, films that really have uh, meaning that, yeah. that, you know, you can, that you can relate to. I mean, you can relate in horror too, um, depending on the narrative, but yeah, yeah man, I, I, I definitely would say, Horror will be my number one mm -hmm. to go to, but I'm definitely open to doing like other subgenres. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I kind of know where it started, so which is awesome with <laughs> you and your family. Yeah. With the, that's that's awesome. I, gosh, I remember those days. Um, could you explain to someone who wouldn't even have a clue what independent film is? How would you explain that to them? What independent film? Because I, I know I have my thoughts on it, but from someone who's actually doing it like you, um, yeah. how would you explain it to somebody who doesn't, you know, familiar with it? That doesn't have a clue, um, yeah. that's interested in, in getting into the business. It's a yeah. lot of work. Um, mm -hmm. I would say it's a, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of, uh, it's very tedious and it's very competitive. If you come in with emotion, you're not going to last because this business is very cutthroat and you have to set your emotions aside. Not saying that you have not to be emotional, yeah. not to be a sensitive guy or gal, yeah. but you will need to come in and be mentally prepared yeah. about what you want to do in this business. Because if you let in emotions run you, let's say, for example, you know, I, I've seen people that, you know, they get so emotional and they want to back out. Mm. They want to back out because I have a problem with this person or I don't like this and I don't like that. That's not the logic behind it. You may have reason to want to do it, 
Yeah, yeah. But logically, you're there because you wanted to be there. Mm-hmm. You got the opportunity, and that's that's what you know filmmaking is all about opportunity. So, if you're looking for an opportunity to go into filmmaking, leave your ego, leave your emotions out the door, and think about what you're doing and what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, because it's really about you make decisions with your mind. Yeah. So that's that's that. That's what I, I mean. That's what I would say. That's what yeah. I would want it. That's what I yeah. would have told myself. You know, <laughs> back in the day. Hey, you know, like get ready because this, yeah. this is not going to be easy. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Because it's fun, but it's not going to be easy. It's like your own though, too, right? Like it's your own, like you create this world and you have everything to do with its creation. I feel like not a lot of heads are in the way. Am I right or wrong? You know how like in the bigger film industry, it's like so many heads, so many, just everybody's in it, you know? That's because they get paid. So they get paid. Yeah. They get paid to shut up. (laughs) That's how I see you. You're getting paid. If, if I'm getting paid. Yeah. Thousands and thousands of dollars. I'm not going to intervene. Right. I'm not going to, you know, if I'm an actor, I'm mm-hmm. not a director. I'm an yeah. actor. If I'm a director, I am not the actor. I'm a director. Right. right. In, in independent films, if, if you don't have a budget, everyone wants to be everything. Oh, no, no. I'm, I, I was the writer or, or, you know, you're the director. I want to be co-director. You know, uh, everything's going to go through me. Yeah. Like, and I've also, you know, I've also faced that. Yeah. Like, I have this vision in my head. And, and it's okay to throw suggestions. Yeah. Not saying you you can't make them, but I yeah. think that everyone needs to be put. Uh, everyone needs to remember what part they're playing, mm-hmm. and just stay in that lane, because it can be a lot of fractured egos that yeah. go into um, production, and that can yeah. actually harm your production. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's it, it's the world you're making. Yeah. But you want to make sure that this world is safe to work in. Yeah. Yeah. Whoo. That's a lot right there, man. And the fact that you said that kind of, it proved a point to not necessarily a point, but um, something to share because like, I kind of went through something similar to that just on one project that I was, I was working on years, years ago, just trying it out. And that alone, um, like when you have a vision, you have a vision. I'm open to suggestions, but don't try to dismantle what is being created. And what this one actor, because I told her, um, the actor is going, the, this character has to wear this. Like this is just the epitome. Let me explain why she has a fro. Why, let me explain why she wears what she wears. It's just, she symbolizes this vibe that I'm trying to portray. And the person that I asked, you know, she was trying to change it. Well, do I have to wear this? So I'm like, um, yeah, yeah, you do. But if you, then you know what, then this, this role is not for you. Then I have another role for you because if you're going to come in chiming in on how this in particular, the main character is changing, then you're not going to play her because you don't understand. She offers something. It's not, like, even if I was getting paid, I mean, if, even if I was paying, like, I'm not paying you for your opinion. This is, the, this is the character, and that's that. If you don't like it, then 
I'll find someone else to fill the shoes in better. Not to be mean, but being truthful. You know, yeah, man. Like, you got Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, just saying, like, it's not it's not their dream as an actor. It's like, I'm the one who dreamt this. Not, if this is your dream, I'm not going to rain on your parade. You know, let's, let's bring this to life. But you are someone being, just being asked to play this role. So why would you want to change it? You don't even know where it starts, where it begins, you don't, you, you know, or where it ends, you know, so you don't know what was put in. You don't know what was the vision behind it. So why would you want to try to change that to fit just your needs? It's not about you. It's about all of us, you know, so... Ooh, but yeah, so it's good to hear from you that emotions, because a lot of people who have some type of emotional, well, I don't know what I'm looking like. Are you playing you on the screen or are you playing this character on the screen? Answer me that. Exactly. So, you know, when it comes into that, and that's something that um, I hold. And that's why, when, let's say, for example, I'm your actor and you're telling me I'm going to do whatever way you want me to be because this is your vision. I'm, I'm just an actor, you know, I'm just like, oh, I'm here to, okay, am I delivering it at this pitch that you like? How much more emotion do you want in, for me to act? You know, like, because I want to at least deliver what you have in your mind, you know, and it's bringing this to life. Yeah, so I, I definitely agree about the emotion part. Keep that, <laughs> keep that out. Keep that out. So it sounds like what role, because I know you've, you've, done the writing you've done the producing and you've done the directing is there any out of those three roles that you enjoyed the most doing uh well first of all i know i, I just came downstairs so oh okay, okay. Probably hear, i got probably you i got hear, you. like uh, yeah um well i would say that i enjoy a bit of everything so directing producing acting um and also editing i do a little editing mm-hmm. um i don't prefer the editing though i, I, really, don't. <laughs> yeah, I really don't um but there's a there's there's a little bit of of, of each thing that i that i find a, a kick out of that i really do enjoy writing because it's creative you know it's mm-hmm. creating um putting all the ideas that's in my head into a, you know into a computer uh producing because you know i'm, I'm producing something that i wrote Mm-hmm. Um, directing because it's kind of like I do kind of feel like I'm in charge in a way um, so it's kind of like my competitive side uh, but it, it really it, it just it just is there's a lot of things that I can learn also from each category from the writing yeah. from the directing from the producing and that's you know that's only to improve um, in, in those three in those three fields so there's just, I can't, I can't sit there and say, oh, I just like acting or I just like uh, writing because it all connects. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I would agree just personally too, because I mean, it takes each and every one of them to appreciate the other and yeah. why not dive in a little bit to see what you like. And if you like all of them, I mean, at least, you know, you can bounce around, you know, like, oh, I got that covered. Don't worry about it. I, I got that. And I would have to agree on the editing part. Um, ugh. That's very tedious. Um, yeah. It's, whew, that's a tedious job. And I take my hat off to anybody. I, I also know as someone who has that vision, you really got to trust somebody to do it and deliver it the way you see it, you know? And that's why sometimes it's yeah. hard for me. Like, no, no, I'll edit it, you know? But it's like, 
someone else probably can offer a little something else that you didn't have. Maybe they have a little more experience and just tell them your vision and maybe they actually can deliver that. You know, I'm probably better than what you thought, you know? Um, so I do have, yeah. So tell me your reaction, your feeling, your experience when you found out your name was on IMDb. Well, um, it felt good. It felt, it felt good. And it was me that put yeah. my name on there. Yeah. Well, still, <laughs> it, it I mean, me but it, my name on. yeah, but it, it was just, a, a, it felt good uh-huh. to have my name there. Yeah. But it even felt greater when I had my picture and you know, my, my bio and my work. Um, because again, it's like a resume. Yeah, it is. You can only have your information uh-huh. and maybe like your education and your skills and your abilities, right? But I had my, once I started to get more work um, and more credibility yeah. uh, and, you know, pictures to go with the resume and the profile and all that good stuff, uh, I just, it was just amazing. It was, it, the feeling was great. Yeah. I mean, good job, man. Because, I mean... Thank you. That's that's like I mean I I may put make a website for my podcast. I may just doing the podcast myself, but it's still an accomplishment. You know what I mean? And then to look back on all that you've done, even if you're updating it all the time, um, and all that, it's still a reward. You know, like it's something to see and look back on. Wow, I did that. Like I totally forgot about that. And, or when you log back in to add more information, it's like. It's just a great reminder that, you know, you have your, your vision and now you're living it. You know what I mean? And that's still inspiring for so many people who strive to do exactly what you're doing, if not, you know, less or more. You know, so kudos, yeah. man. Um, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Out of all of the films that you have produced, um, that help have produced, whether you're acting, writing, or whatnot, what are your top favorite three? Out of all of them, you know, what are your top three favorites that you worked on? And I can only pick three. Yes. <laughs> At the very bottom. Okay. It'll be Saturday the 14th. Okay. Because that movie was just made for shits and giggles. Got you, got you. In, in, in no way, shape, or form, I was thinking this was going to get a premiere. <laughs> then it will be unexpected. Yeah, yeah. And then the very top, uh-huh. it has to be Arism. Because that's my baby. It, it was the very first feature film that I worked on. Yeah. I got to meet a whole bunch of people that, yeah. you know, they, they molded me yeah. in a way to be part of, you know, to be even more aware of what filmmaking is all about. Um, so those are, those will be my story awesome. in that order. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, let's see. Bro, you've like answered all my questions. And even though I didn't look at here to ask a lot of them, we kind of just went on to the conversation of them. So we did. Yeah. Do you have any questions or anything else that you would like to add and or questions you have for me? Do I have any questions for you? Uh, just one. Yeah. 
you know, when are we going to get back to writing? Uh, tomorrow. That's all. <laughs> Let's definitely, all right, man. I, I want to, I, I definitely want to dive more into some projects and what else you have, because I know you've dabbled in some stuff that you had um, ideas of, even besides Uprising, and because you're talking about drama and lifetime stuff, and I remember you bringing up an idea. And I said, I'm down to write some. I feel like that would probably be even easier for me to write, <laughs> you know, because um, I can relate to it. Uh, and also, um, I feel like those are more life wise and I can definitely like dabble into because I'm all about mental. I'm, I'm a mental person. So when it dives into mentality of emotions, um, challenges and stuff like that, I can definitely dive into that. But um, but yeah, not putting all that out there for people's business. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm I'm ready. I am I'm definitely ready. Um, I think time has definitely allowed itself to be open, you know, regardless of when work starts again. But um, bruh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Thank you for yeah. thinking about me. <laughs> of course, of course, man. Anytime, you know what you call it, you're my guy. So I need, you know, if I need to take a break from writing, I I, I can count on the writer. So, I got a writer at San Diego. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, man. So, this has been our Talk About It, been my Talk About It Tuesday um, with independent film maker, Zay Rodriguez. Thank you so much for being my guest today on my show, Zay. And um, this will not be the last time I'll probably have you on. We're talking about something else. So thank you. No problem. No, well, thank you for having me once again. It was a pleasure chatting with you, letting you know, you know you know, catching up, talking about, you know, my films and, you know, just catching up in general, man. And I feel like, you know, you're doing an awesome job Thank you. with this podcast. Um, if you ever need anyone else, you know, any, if you want to interview anybody else in your, you know, to your, for your podcast, let me know. I know a lot of people who would be okay. interested to, to hop on with you. Yeah, perfect. I am definitely taking that offer. So whenever you're ready to pitch me some names, I got you. <laughs> we'll schedule it and then let's go and that completes today's talk about it tuesday episode on not just cafe thank you so much for listening and see you next tuesday for the next tbit episode and remember when you run into a mental wall of personal perspective talk about it <laughs>